Welcome to the Working While Homeschooling podcast. Our mission is to help homeschooling parents make money, maybe even have a career, while continuing to homeschool and without losing their sanity. My name is Julie. I am your host and the resident career coach for WorkingWhileHomeschooling.com. I want to thank you all for joining us here for season four. Today's episode is our belated welcome to season four episode. But first, a brief announcement. The 2022 calendar planner pages are designed to help you take control of your time so that you can organize your life and live it to its fullest potential. These downloadable pages are fully loaded with extras, such as goals and brainstorming pages, inspiration trackers, a vision board, more trackers for projects, habits, and finances, and more. Designed to complement my working goals journal, as well as my setting goals and actually achieving them course, these calendar planner pages are perfect if you are ready to organize your way to career clarity and success. So yes, that's right. Welcome to season four of the Working While Homeschooling podcast. Finally, I know some of you have been wondering if I was taking a permanent hiatus and I wasn't. I was just procrastinating, to be honest. Let's face it. Really, the reason I started late with the podcast is I've just been fighting this huge mental block. Some of it's been a creative block. Some of it has been a motivational block. Some of it has just been a mental funk. And I'm sure we've all been dealing with that mental funk. Isn't that the the whole theme of 2021 is that mental funk? If you're not dealing with COVID, you're dealing with the funk, right? There were some other outside factors also coming into play. Now, you guys know I'm currently living in a high-rise apartment building, and recently our neighbors right above us have decided to do a full remodel of their apartment. It has been nonstop drilling, demo, I don't even know what they're doing up there, but nonstop, constant every single day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. for the past two months. Sometimes it's been so loud, guys, you couldn't even hear yourself think. Just There was no way I could record when all of that was going on. And frankly, by the time they stopped, my brain was so numb by all that noise, I just couldn't think. So I've been waiting for them to finish thinking, okay, tomorrow will be a better day. It won't be as loud and the next day would be worse. So two months, guys, of just nonstop, insane noise, but we're back and it's great. Let me tell you how I fought that funk for myself, because I know I'm not the only one who's gone through this this year. In fact, I saw an article several months ago before I kind of admitted that this was happening to myself. It's taken me a while to admit it, guys. But there's an article that came out in the New York Times back in April, and it was called, there's a name for the blah you're feeling. It's called languishing. That's the name of the article. I'll put the link in the show notes, but languishing is really what I've been going through. You may be feeling this too. Now the article defines languishing in a couple of different ways. They call it a sense of stagnation, kind of muddling through your days, 
not functioning at full capacity. I loved this phrase, the dulling of delight. It's not full on depression. It's not burnout. It's just the meh. And if you guys remember the um, emoji movie, and one of them was just the meh when my girls were going through their preteen phase. And we like, literally, they went through that meh uh, phase and where everything was like, meh, whatever, eh whatever. And it's like kind of preteen thing. And I've really been feeling that. And so I'm sure some of you guys have been as well, but I loved how they called it the dulling of delight. You know, you weren't miserable, but your delights were dull. We are all feeling it. If you're not feeling complete burnout, you may be feeling the languishing. And I think that's where I was. They have several ideas I'll share with you in a moment about how to fight this or how to combat it, how to kind of rise up out of this. But I want to share with you what worked for me. There's another another article on WebMD that talked about fighting malaise, the malaise of COVID and the malaise of this experience. And we're not talking about people who actually had COVID. It's the rest of us who are kind of fighting this COVID experience. They call it a malaise. Exact same thing, really. You know, one of the quotes in this article basically said, you know, she'd actually gone to a therapist about this and they basically decided it was the lack of control. There's so much around us in our world, like neighbors upstairs who decide to demo their apartment for two solid months that you cannot do anything about. There's this lack of control that we've been living with this for so long. We're stuck in that lack of control. The way I decided to fight it was to figure out what could I do? So what can I work on and technically still be productive? What can I do that is it within my control? And where can I almost start to get control back? I began by starting to work on organization. I think that's a coping mechanism for me because frankly, I'm terrible at organizing. And so that's my first go-to. Like if I could be better organized or if I could have the perfect whatever, everything would work out better. I would be more, I would get more done. I could get these things done if I was just better organized, if I was just this, if I was just that. But that's kind of really kind of where my, my first mindset goes to is, all right, I'm ready for this malaise to be over. So what can I do? What's within my control? I've updated all my planners, got my planner out early this year, which was exciting, updated my own planner. So that's a little bit of control. I've kind of actually been doing my pre-planning for next year early, created my social media planners and my trackers for everything for next year. And I went ahead and did that. I printed it out. It is literally sitting there waiting on me. I started to organize all of my prepped newsletter templates in my, you know, in my little program that I used to send out my newsletters and kind of fixed all that because it was an utter and complete and total mess. So I fixed all that and kind of updated my little trackers and got it all set. So January is going to be easy. Yay. Then I kind of got through all of that and kind of finished updating my social media, as I like to call it on my to-do list. Literally, the only thing left was my podcast. You know, looking back on the last these three seasons, they were great, but I kind of felt like everything needed a refresh. So I spent probably far too much time picking out new music to be my intro and exits and blurbs. Really probably obsessed about that far too long. I got stuck on that because I was like, I just need the perfect piece and I need the perfect this. Then when I finally made myself kind of check that off and get 
that done. I moved into updating my new intros and exits of kind of what I say, kind of updating my plan of the different mini pieces that I need to add in. And I want to kind of pre-do to make this year easier. Got stuck in that for quite a bit, to be honest, because I felt like I couldn't start the podcast without all the pieces, which is absolutely silly. So yes, I have been meaning to get this episode out for like three or four weeks now. And so I'm just making myself do it now because it's quiet. They are not doing demo above my head today. And we're just going for it. I broke everything down into little bitty pieces, my intros and exits. I need to make those quote unquote perfect. entrepreneurs, business, small business owners, do you hear all the little pitfalls I'm falling into of perfection, 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 nothing gets done without perfection. In fact, when I first started and got out of college, when I was helping some folks and kind of actually doing some career coaching without really realizing that was called career coaching. One of my best phrases I used to tell people was done is better than perfect. And do you hear how for the past few months I have fallen into my own pitfalls? So please learn from me. I spent a great deal of time in the past week organizing my behind the scenes podcast trackers and organizational steps so that as I do this, I can just start marking boxes off. Whenever I can create something that I'm going to be able to check things off in the future, I've decided I'm going to do it from now on. But once I kind of allowed myself to start doing these little tiny bite sites things, little bitty tiny bite says progress steps, all of a sudden I started having random ideas and random pop-ups in my mind of podcast ideas would show up in my feed. I would read this really interesting article and I'm like going, I need to do a podcast about that. Would you believe it? I now have a long list of podcast episode ideas I just need to complete now. So looking back at that New York Times article, the way they end it were some of the things that we could do to kind of help us with that languishing. They talk about this idea of the flow, getting into the flow, getting into the mojo, as I like to say it, that flow is a good antidote to languishing. So whatever you can do to allow your brain just to feel that state of immersion and absorption into a project, even if it's not a productive project, guys, that is one of the things I found for me, your brain needs that feeling of just being fully absorbed into a project, even if it's fun, even if it has no quote unquote, intrinsic value as far as work, that is actually going to pull your brain up out of this languishing mood. Maybe the thing that transports you up out into that feeling of euphoria, because you've gotten into that feeling of flow, and then you can turn that into productivity later. They also mentioned about setting boundaries and not letting things bleed into time that they shouldn't. So work time is work time, family time is family time, and there should be a massive brick wall in between. They also mentioned that it's really important for your brain to have uninterrupted time, which as working while homeschooling parents to me has been the most difficult because my kids have actually needed a lot more help this fall in their classwork than normal. We signed up with some new classes and new programs that we tried out this fall and they have worked out great, but they have been a lot more time intensive on my part, even though they're an online virtual class. So that has been kind of a constant interrupter. Like, oh, this login doesn't work. Mom, I need help with this particular thing. I don't understand what they're asking for. So me staying on top of them, taking these virtual classes, and me getting used to a kind of a new system and a new under a new program, that 
that's taken a lot more time this fall than I expected. So I was the constant interruptions just kill creative flow. Basically, anything that's going to give you a sense of progress is really important to get out of this languishing phase. Even the small wins that kind of give you that little bitty sense of baby step progress is what we're looking for. So if you feel you're getting stuck in this languishing, take whatever it is on your to-do list that feels insurmountable and break it down. Then if you've already broken it down, break it down even more until it's like so silly. Let's just get it done. You know, it's a small thing. Let's just do it. So now that we've talked about languishing and kind of what I've been dealing with, you guys have probably been dealing with it too. I'm just assuming, you know, because, Hey, I'm just assuming that you're all like me. We're, we're all stuck in this working while homeschooling. And sometimes it feels like we're bar- barely treading water in pretty much everything already. And then you add COVID on top of it. So it's, you know, we're all in this crazy, crazy, crazy life. And we've chosen it, which is even weirder. I just assume y'all are all in the same boat as me. So if you're not in the same boat and I'm just kind of talking to myself, let me know somewhere, but let me tell you what I've come up with as far as our plan for the podcast for the season four. I've been working really hard on stuff behind the scenes that you will probably never see, but I'm praying make my life easier. So the podcast hopefully feels a little bit new and fresher this season. You'll probably notice that there'll be new music, new little announcements inserted. Our intros and exits are slightly different and slightly updated. I have my wish list of interviews of people that I'm trying to get on the podcast. I would like to have more working while homeschooling parents interviewed on the podcast. Those seem to be some of my most popular episodes each year. And if that sounds like you, please let me know. You can email me. We'll try to get you scheduled. I've been collecting a brainstorming list of episode ideas as well that I'm going to intersperse throughout the guest interviews, hopefully. Now, some of those ideas are things about talking about some of the struggles this year that we as working while homeschooling parents deal with. And I'm going to maybe be working a lot more on kind of those small business owners, solo entrepreneurs, those of you kind of in that bucket as well. I feel like I haven't done enough for you guys in the past. I'm going to pull some more of that in. For example, just like what I've been dealing with, um, I want to do an entire episode about what do you do when you're an entrepreneur and you have a creative mental block? What do you do when you've got a mental block about what those things in the creative side of your world and how do you get unstuck creatively? So I want to have speakers on from some of these great resources and tools that I hope to promote over the next few years and have them speak to you about their programs so that you can be better and well, more well-informed. Since I am in the middle of homeschooling high school and our numbers in homeschooling do go through a period of attrition, the older your child gets. So for those of you that are homeschooling kindergarten, it's always easy to find stuff for elementary age kids, but the higher you get up in the homeschooling world, there seems to be less kids homeschooling high school. You know, the little bit of attrition happens as the kids get older. Some people feel like you can't homeschool high school and well, I'm in the middle of it. So yes, you can, but I would love to have some speakers on to talk about homeschooling high school while you're a working while homeschooling parent, because frankly, I've been searching for that. And it just feels like there's a bit of a need out there. I have a list of ideas. I can't can't wait to get them started. Season four looks to be a really interesting season as far as my wish list and some of the upcoming episodes that I have planned. So I really look forward to you being here with us.
Thanks for listening in to today's episode. Make sure you join us in our Facebook group for continued discussion on today's topic and more. You will also find all the ways you can reach me online, including the link to our website, workingmallhomeschooling.com, in our show notes. Wondering how you can join in on our mission? Consider becoming a listener supporter with a small monthly donation through the link in the show notes. Subscribing to our podcast, your positive online reviews, sharing with your friends are all greatly appreciated as well. And I am always looking for new podcasts guests to interview. If this sounds like you, email me at julie at workingmallhomeschooling.com. That's a wrap for today, but be sure to check out our next episode for Working While Homeschooling.